Hey, hey, hey. You know who it is. It's Big L, baby. And I'm in the house. <laughs> you better watch your mouth. Today's episode is called Clean Up Your House. Wow. I don't know about you, but sometimes Big Al can make a mess. So stay tuned, and I'll be right back. Welcome to another episode of Big Al's Life Journey. We're going to be talking about clean up your house. I don't know how that resonates with you, clean up your house. (laughs) I just know I can make a mess sometimes. I mean, my clutter gets in the way, you know, of what things you want to do. And I, I think about my mom when I think about cleaning up your house. It's like, I just remember my mom. She would have, in those times, I think they called them drapes. She would take down the drapes, and she would be vacuuming them and even ironing them. I, I've seen that, too, you know. And people ironing those drapes, and they hang them up in the winter to keep the cold air out, you know, those drapes. And she would be vacuuming the vents of the heater, you know, going behind the couch, the cabinet, you know, underneath the kitchen table. She kept everything so clean, man. I mean... What a benefit to someone who's clean and keeping the house clean. That's a, that's a, a plus in life when things are clean. And, you know, and studies show that when you keep things clean, the whole environment is clean. And, and you rest better, you live better when you keep things clean. You know, but when things are messy and things are disjointed, you know, and we can revert that over into the spiritual sense, you know. If my life's not right spiritually... There's uncleanness in my life, you know, when there's darkness in my life, when my life is not clean, you know, spiritually, you know, you can go both ways. And we're going to be talking a little bit about cleaning naturally and and spiritual cleaning. It's so important, you know, and I just remember my mom, man. I mean, it's like you couldn't leave one little cup in the sink. I mean, (laughs) you leave a cup in the sink, man, forget it. Alan. I don't have to tell you again. Take that cup, rinse it out, and put it in the dish rack. For some of you who are old and know what a dish rack is, you know, I used to hate busting those suds. When you you go after hours, you couldn't really eat too much after hours. Like people eat all times of night. There was no eating all times of night in my house when I grew up. But you had to keep things clean, you know. And I used to just take my clothes and throw them on the floor in my room, you know, even though I had a hamper. I could be messy, you know, so I got better over the years, believe it or not. But seriously, we're talking about cleaning up your house, and there are benefits to keeping things clean in your house, in your life, keeping your life clean, keeping your eyes clean, keeping your ears clean, spiritually, so to speak, because sometimes Things in our life cloud our vision. You know, things in our in, in, in our lives hinder what we, we need to hear because sometimes we all need the truth. And sometimes there's so many lies out there. It, you believe it's the truth. And I've been up that road too. When you're in the season of your life and you think it's truth and then you turn around and realize that everything you were doing and everything you were investing in was a lie. You talk about a hurt. You talk about anger. 
you're talking about, I want to turn this world upside down. Man, those things happen to us in life. But we are going to talk about cleaning up your house and the benefits of it, you know, and not just naturally benefits, but we're talking about spiritual benefits to keeping our house clean. And here are some of the benefits of keeping your natural house clean. There are benefits to keeping your house clean. It promotes better health. While I like that, we all need better health in our lives, you know, because there's times when, you know, because there's certain things I can't eat. And then you go out and you know you don't supposed to be having that now. Now, I hope I'm not the only one out there that don't supposed to be having that. And you eat that and boy, <laughs> the next day you pay for it, right? So there's benefits. It promotes better health. Number two, it prevents allergies. And I don't know about you, from time to time I get allergies and, you know, there's dust in the air, you know, especially when all our pollen begins to fall and the pollen's in the air and your eyes get itchy, your nose, you're sneezing, you know, but you look around your house and there's dust. There might be dust mites or whatever. Maybe you could do some extra dusting in your house to keep those allergies at a low point or not having allergies at all because dust is one of the things I know that, that uh, causes allergy uh, reactions. Number three, it helps improve productivity. Wow, that's a big one. You know, when I think of productivity, when I, I, I think about that, I think of work. I think of working diligently. I think of, you know, it, it gives you a good feeling, so to speak. You know, when you when you know things are clean, you know, when you don't have to worry about things, you know, it, it gives you that, that sense, you know, that, that productivity, that like I could, like things are, are, are moving, things are going, things are, are going good. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to be productive. I'm ready to... To take on take on the world, you know, and then number four, it improves productivity of a family, and I love that because I remember when I was coming up, my mom was cleaning inside, and me and my dad cleaned outside, but mostly it was me cleaning the outside. Alan, take out that garbage. Alan, what was those legs? Rags not, uh, uh, leaves not rake, and it's so funny because. I remember in those days you had to bag the leaves. You know, today they have all of these things you can suck them up. I didn't have no sucking up, man. I mean, I had a lot of leaves and trees in my yard. I was out there for days, like raking and packing those leaves up. But seriously, we're talking about cleaning up your house. We're talking about being aware of the dirt that's in your life, dirt that that's in your house. You know, keeping it clean, watching it, managing it, saying, hey, you know what? I don't need this in my life. And so many times in our life, we we, we walk into things. Do you ever walk into something? You say, uh-oh, I, <laughs> what have I walked into? And a lot of times our lives are like that. So sometimes for some of us, it can be difficult to keep in our house clean, cleaning up our house. It can be difficult for some of us. But I really, really believe if we take time out and if we pray, and we ask God to help us in those areas in our life that need to be cleaned up, I think God could help us. I know he has helped me in my life to keep certain things in my life clean. And here is some more. It says, it reduces safety hazards. And I know for a fact that's so true. You know, safety hazards, things, things of danger. You know, it keeps you mentally healthy. 
And who does not want to be mentally healthy? Because we live in a world where it seems like mental health is a big thing. I just quite never thought about mental health. People have so many health issues, so many health problems, you know, so many ways of hard way of thinking. And I know if I don't meditate and if I don't feed myself, you know, spiritually speaking, the word of God, pray to God and ask God to help me every day, I'm going to be in trouble. Because there was a time in my life where my focus was just totally on me. You know, when your focus is totally on you, you're going to lose sight of everything around you. You know, I've been there when you're just constantly focused. Have you ever had a problem you can't get over? Or someone says something to you that you say, you know what, when I see them again, if I, listen, if I see them again, it's on. Listen, I'm, I'm not taking that from them. I'm not taking this no more. Your focus is off. So you have to regain your focus. You have to re-strategize your focus and keep your focus totally on God, on Jesus, you know. And he's the one because he says, come on to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, you know. He said, now I'll give you rest. Matthew 11, 29 and 30, he said, keep, you know, he said, keep your focus on me. He said, give it to me. Give me those burdens, you know. I, I Look, he said, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, you know. But a lot of times, like coming from my life, I can speak for myself. I always haven't thought like that because we're so used to handling things ourselves. We're talking about cleaning up your house. You know, and that goes for me. I got to keep my house clean, not just naturally clean, you know, and that's all good keeping your house. Some people can keep their house clean. Boy, you go in some people's house, you take, you don't take off your shoes. <laughs> you're not getting up in that bad boy. So take, you know, you take off your shoes, you go up in there, and then when you're there, they don't touch this, don't, you know, listen, some people are fanatical. But how much of that are we doing spiritually? Are we keeping our spiritual house clean? Are we, are we, uh, taking those same measures, you know, we taking that same radicalness to keep our spiritual house clean. Are we doing that? And it keeps away pests. It keeps away pests. How many times in our lives that we hate pests? I do not like bugs in my house, man. Don't be coming up in here, man. Especially because I love food so much, baby. You, listen, you ain't touching my grocery. You are not coming up in here. Let me tell you something. You better leave me alone, Pest. You know, but no seriousness. You know, we need to keep our houses in order. Keep them clean. Keep, watch what we watch on TV, social media, and what we listen to. Because some things are a lie. Some things are not true. And we buy into these things. You know, and before you know it, your spiritual house is dirty. You know, your spiritual house is not clean. You know, now you have a different attitude. You have a different viewpoint. Your focus once was solely on God. Your whole focus solely was on Jesus. You know, and then this thing came along on TV or social media saying something other than what God is saying and what God's Word is saying. Now it becomes a lie, and then you bought into that lie. We have to be very careful what we hear. You know, in First Peter... Chapter 2, verse 5 says this. It says, And you are a living stone that God is building into a spiritual temple or house. It says that God is building you. See, you got to remember something. God wants to build us up. 
to have a relationship with him. You know, but that's the last thing on a lot of people's mind because they look at God as this religious figure somewhere. Maybe he's in heaven or maybe he's on earth. Maybe he's over here in, you know, the coffee shop or whatever. Some people have a, a warp mentality of who God is. You know, and he said he's building us up to a spiritual temple. You know, it says, what's more, you are a holy priesthood. Through the meditation of Jesus Christ, you're offering spiritual sacrifices. You know, and you got to ask yourself, what is a sacrifice? A sacrifice is to suffer loss of giving up or renouncing or enduring danger, especially the idea of beliefs or end to sell or, or at a loss, you know, sacrifice, giving up something. Have you ever, like, sacrificed your meal, you know? You saw someone, and they were hungry, and you were just about, I've done that. You're going down the road, and you see this man. He's on the side of the road, looks homeless, he's hungry, and you got that Burger King, baby. Let me tell you something. That Burger King is smelling. You've been thinking about this Burger King all day. You're like, man, this Burger King is is <laughs> this Burger King. I'm I can't wait to bite into that into in, into this uh this Whopper, man. I listen. This Whopper is saying something to me right now, and I'm ready to devour this Whopper. I got my fries and my shake, man. Oh man, I'm ready. So all of a sudden you're driving and you see this man and he's like, he's on the side of the road. He looks home and then you sacrifice that meal. You gave that meal to that man. You gave up that sacrifice. It says God wants us to give up our spiritual sacrifices. You know, what is spiritual sacrifices? Spiritual sacrifices is praise unto God. God created us to praise him and to offer up spiritual sacrifices. God wants us to sacrifice cuz a lot of times in our lives we don't want to we don't want to praise God. We don't want to thank God. We, you know cuz our focus sometimes is just solely on our issues and our problems. We don't want to, you know, give that praise up to God, give God that credit because for the most part we're just dealing with our circle, our issues. You know, we're talking about cleaning up your house. And this is a way you can clean up your house by offering up sacrifices of praise to God saying God you know what I don't feel like praising you everything's going wrong in my life in this season God but you know what I'm going to glorify you I'm going to give you my praise I'm going to have the right kind of attitude I'm going to have the right kind of thinking I'm just going to go forward in my life and give you the sacrifice of praise this is found in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And it says this, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. And see, we're talking about keeping your house clean. And one way to keep my house clean, I know, is first of all, my relationship with him. I'm praying to him. Then I'm reading his word. Then I'm offering up sacrifices of praise. You know, because it says it's acceptable to him. And this is our reasonable service. This is what God wants us to do. God wants us to lift him up. 
so we can praise him and adore him for what he has done for us. You know, keeping that house clean. And I know we were talking about natural cleaning and how it creates productivity. See, spiritually speaking, when, we, when we're when offering up those praises to God, we become more productive. We, we, we don't have a problem giving and sacrificing that meal to somebody else, going to help somebody else keep their house clean spiritually and naturally, you know, going over here to the soup kitchen, going over here to do this, letting that person cut in front of you because we're offering up sacrifices of praise. Even when we don't feel like it, we're offering them up to God and we're saying, God, thank you. Thank you for my life, God. Thank you that I'm strengthened, God. Thank you I'm strong. Thank you I have a right way of thinking. But sometimes pests can come into our lives and invade our lives. Wow. Let me tell you something. Uh, pests come in your life to invade your life. I mean, you ever have people come up to you and they start whispering in your ear? I mean, it's like you're minding your own business, you know, and you're like at the, the the kitchen table or wherever you're at, and you get a phone call, and somebody just start talking, and you're like, wait a minute, now where is this coming from? See, then your house is not clean no more because now your house is being invaded. You know, your house is being invaded with what? Gossip. And God doesn't want us to to be uh, full of gossip. God doesn't want that in our lives. He called it backbiting. He doesn't want that. And I always notice, it happens to me, I fall into that trap at work. Man, minding your business, you're having a good day. And then all of a sudden, someone comes and they whisper in your ear. And you're like, what's going on with this? You know, whispering in my ear. You notice how it's a whisper because they don't want nobody else to hear what they're saying about someone else. You know, that's so, so such a trap by the enemy. He wants us to get involved in something that's, that we don't supposed to be involved in. And before you know it, your, your name is in something that you had nothing to do with. And I've been there. You listen sometime too long. You know, you fall into that trap you know, of the enemy, and then your name is in something, and people are saying you're saying saying something, which is not true. You know, we're talking about cleaning up your house. And one way I can keep my house clean, too, is not by listening to gossip. You know, I try not to uh, repeat everything I hear. Sometimes people tell me things, and you know what? I just ignore it, you know? Or I just change the subject because some people feed off of that. You know, feed off of that gossip, you know? that Their house is not clean. And when your house is not clean, nothing is clean in your life. So you have to keep your house clean. You know, ask God to give you the grace, the strength to deal with this because that's gossip. And we don't roll like that in the kingdom. We don't roll like that with gossip and there's so much of that you know in life you know and some people get off on that social media is big on that you know and people love that gossip they love drama you know i'm not a drama person you know and people love that drama you know and they're like, oh yeah what happened next and this and that and the other thing oh yeah ah. you know I want to help people in a way that to build their lives, you know, to go forward because life can be difficult at times. Spiritually, financially, mentally, you name it, life can be tough. And we go through things sometimes in life that, you know what, we need help from people. We don't need people talking about us. We need people praying for us. We need people encouraging us. We need people 
you know, to strengthen our lives. And I pray that whatever I say and do in people's lives, it is a blessing, not a curse. Because we can curse and bless with our mouth. One day we're blessing a person, and the next day someone cuts us off, or we found out someone's talking about us. We get a little nasty. I don't want to be like that. I want to always be speaking life because it, God says that we are a living stone. You know, that means living means we're living. We're not dead, you know, and I want to be a living testimony. I want to be a living stone, you know, for people. I want to be that living force for people. I want to be that living, you know, and I want you to be that living stone, that living purpose in someone else's life that makes a difference. I want to make an impact in people's lives where people can feel confident and say, you know what? Uh, Big Al's went through that. I know I can make it through it. And that's what it's all about. Us joining forces together, going through things together. Because you know what? You're not in this world by yourself. You're not the only one that's been uh, tried. You're not the only one that's going through problems. You're not the only one, you know, that's feeling lonely. You're not the only one that's feeling ashamed. You're not the only one that's feeling suicidal. You are not the only one. There are people that fought multitude of battles and have won them. And I just want to encourage you, you know, keep your house clean. Don't believe everything you see. Don't believe everything you hear. Just keep your focus on Jesus because he is the author and the finisher of faith, of life, of help. And he's the only one that can help you and deliver you, you know, but keep that house clean. You know, I just remember those days. Alan, Alan, my father. Clean up that room, boy. Clean that room up. Clean that room. <laughs> I want to thank you all once again for tuning in to another episode of Big Al's Life Journey. Listen, my friends, stay well, stay safe. God bless you, and enjoy your day. <laughs>